Hello to all the readers of the Journal of Neurosurgical Anesthesiology. On behalf of the Trainee Engagement Committee of the SNAC, today we will interview Dr. Ling Zong Meng, who is the corresponding author of the recent article titled Effect of Electroencephalography, Spectral Edge Frequency and Patient State Index Guided Propofol Remifentanyl Anesthesia on Delirium After Laparoscopic Surgery, the Imodipod Randomized Control Trial. This was published in JNA, April 2022, Volume 34, Issue 2, pages 183 to 192. Dr. Meng is a Chushi Endowed Professor and leads the Department of Anesthesiology at the first affiliated hospital, Zhejiang University School of Medicine, China. He was previously Professor of Anesthesiology and Neurosurgery at Yale University School of Medicine. His clinical interests include cerebral blood flow regulation, hemodynamic management, tissue oxygenation monitoring, electroencephalography, and outcomes research. Welcome, Dr. Meng. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Dr. Rodin, for the introduction. So post-operative delirium is a really important perioperative neurological complication, and we thank you for looking at one of the important strategies to mitigate this. Could you tell us a bit about what prompted your group to investigate this? Yes, just as you said, you know, uh, post-operative delirium is a uh, um, uh, prevalent complications after surgery, uh, any kind of surgery, especially in elderly patients. Uh, but unfortunately, we do not, uh, it, it's still occurring, right? So we do not have uh, uh, effective uh, uh, means to, uh, to stop it, to prevent it uh, effectively. Um, the previous research uh, based on EEG monitoring uh, were primarily using base monitoring. Now, you know, we have a new device uh, named uh, Sedlan. It gives you uh, different uh, parameters in a prominent display of SEF, um, spectral edge frequency SEF. It's a relatively new concept to our field and also a different parameter named uh, PSI, uh, patient state uh, you know, uh, index, uh, that may more likely, you know, um, um, is um, uh, similar to a base uh, index. So we want to know whether this new device uh, will be more effective, uh, you know, in preventing delirium. Uh, also, uh, another piece of information uh, is that uh, studies based on base monitoring, uh, the results is not consistent. Uh, you know, two earliest, uh, you know, uh, publications, uh, one published in JNA uh, showing uh, um, some effects in preventing or a decrease uh, incidence of delirium. However, the most recent uh, you know, publication published in JAMA uh, did not show any benefit using base monitoring in decreasing incidence of uh, uh, delirium. So therefore, we want to know if uh, this new device, satellite, uh, is able to decrease the incidence of delirium. Sure. Could you tell us the specific aims and outcomes of your study? The specific aims is uh, to investigate uh, uh, if uh, satellite guided intraoperative care 
uh, uh, decreases uh, post-operative uh, uh, delirium after laparoscopic surgeries in, in, in Chinese uh, surgical patient population. The outcome is uh, 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 POD uh, um, post-op D1 to D5. Okay. And I was wondering, how did you define post-operative delirium, which was your primary outcome? And also, was any baseline assessment of patients done? Yes. So we used uh, uh, CAM, uh, basically is a very well uh, validated methods of uh, assessing um, delirium, you know, in a surgical setting. Uh, the name of CAM represents uh, a confusion assessment method. Uh, there's, we use, uh, you know, uh, CAM, right? If the patient uh, goes to the ICU, we use ICU CAM. There is a modified version of uh, CAM. And uh, the uh, uh, baseline, uh, we did not assess uh, delirium. Maybe we should. Uh, we, we only assessed delirium after surgery. And then most, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, if I can say, uh, uh, all of our, our patient, we see our patient preoperatively, uh, we have no concerns whatsoever in terms of uh, neurocognition uh, concerns. So mm -hmm. I assume they all uh, had a no delirium before procedure. Sure. So please, could you elaborate on your methodology? Yeah, it's, this is uh, essentially a randomized controlled trial and uh, the patient population is uh, laparoscopic surgery, uh, it, which is a, a relatively diverse, you know, uh, a surgical patient population. And uh, the procedure includes uh, different kinds, including uh, hepatobiliary, uh, pancreas, uh, uh, nephrology, uh, GI, uh, gynecology, any kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, laparoscopic approach procedure uh, uh, lasting for uh, anticipated, uh, you know, duration of uh, three hours or more, and uh, patients are expected to stay in the hospital for two to three days at least. Uh, uh, you know, uh, and that patient uh, age is uh, fifty years uh, and above. Uh, that is our uh, uh, patient population selection, and uh, the methodology, uh, you know, uh, more is. That you know, we divide randomize randomize uh, you know uh, uh, eligible patient into two groups. One is EEG guided care, which is satellite guided, and the other one is not guided but monitored but not guided uh, care. And uh, we uh, use propofol remifentanil uh, uh, anesthesia for maintenance. And after procedure, we just assess you know the primary and secondary outcome according to our protocol. Sure. Um, so what was the reason to use a propofol remifentanil anesthetic as opposed to maybe an inhalational anesthetic as some other studies have done? Uh, the reason we use is because is, uh, is, uh, we designed this as a pragmatic uh, you know, uh, 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 study. So we have to respect, you know, the, the, the study was conducted in Xiangya Hospital in China. So we have to respect their practice style and then most of these patients were done uh, using PIVA. So uh, we thought, you know, uh, less disturbance uh, to the local uh, habits or style of practice. So we just select, you know, PIVA 
we uh, uh, meanwhile we do not know if uh, you know um, inhalational uh, versus uh, intravenous, which is uh, 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 better in terms of reducing uh, uh, the incidence of delirium. So we we just uh, standardize what do we do for our patient. Otherwise, we we thought oh if we're some patient using inhalation or some patient using Tiva we would mess mess that up and it's become difficult to interpret the, the result. That's the reason. Sure. And did you mention, um, uh, Dr. Meng, that did you do any blinding during the observation between the two groups or not? Yes, uh, the blinding, because, uh, you know, it's an interventional uh, research and, uh, uh, you know, the anesthesiologist uh, 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 had to uh, 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 adjust how they manage uh, the care uh, during procedure according to uh, the uh, satellite monitoring, right? So it's, there's no way to blend uh, anesthesiologists. And, uh, uh, but uh, we, what, we, uh, what we did is uh, we blend uh, uh, the uh, outcome assessor. So uh, whoever is assessing the outcome uh, were blinded. They don't know uh, the group assignment of all the patients they, they, they were assessing and you know, the, the outcomes. And then we, we also tried to blend our patient uh, because the uh, intervention was done uh, during uh, surgery. So when patient was anesthetized, there's no way they know, uh, you know, uh, if they are, you know, their care uh, was uh, EEG guided or not. And right. uh, that's what we did. Sure. So uh, could you describe the results of your study? Um, the result of the study uh, is that, you know, uh, the uh, uh, incidence of delirium uh, uh, in the uh, um, EEG guided uh, uh, care group uh, was uh, uh, 1%. And then the, uh, uh, the incidence of uh, POD in a uh, uh, non-EEG guided group was 1.2%. Uh, so there's no difference uh, between these two groups. And what do you think are the reasons for these results? In other words, yeah, you this think is a this is yeah. a big a big question. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, first of all, uh, uh, we admit uh, in our uh, you know uh, uh, paper that uh, the incidence, first of all, the incidence of the POD uh, was much lower than what we expected. And uh, we, we maybe we should do a preliminary study and uh, to assess, to understand what is the uh, uh, incidence of POD uh, in uh, that institution in China, right? But mm -hmm. uh, we, we thought it's much higher, you know, around at least 10%. Uh, unfortunately, it's only around 1%. So uh, we really don't know uh, that, you know, uh, it's a low incidence. And, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the question you, you, you were asking was, uh, oh, why I think, uh, you know, that there's no difference. You know, there's the other reasons. Uh, maybe uh, propofol, first of all, there's many reasons. And then we also observed this. Uh, there's no difference uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, because if you use the EEG guided and care, you, you would expect, oh, one group may be using less propofol and then the other group using more propofol because everybody think you know EEG can allow you 
to adjust the, 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 the dosing of propofol. However, we did not see any difference between these two groups in terms of how much propofol we used. So uh, this brought up another possibility that uh, basically uh, EEG guided uh, uh, care does not lead to a different usage of propofol uh, during the procedure. Mm -hmm. So if you do not use a different propofol, you would think, oh, you, you're not going to change the outcome, right? Based That's on true. What, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. So basically, we're not, we were not able to, uh, to, uh, to change the usage of propofol based on EEG guidance. So <laughs> that and, makes uh, sense. Yeah, we don't know, really. Uh, yeah, so um, sure. Rajan, that, that's what I think. And then there are, there's the other reasons. And we, we indeed discussed many different possibilities in our manuscripts uh, in terms of the reason why there's no difference, why the incidence is so low. And do you think that uh, uh, the age could have been a factor? You chose patients who were just above 50. If you had chosen a little bit of an older group, do you think you might have been able to get a higher incidence? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, uh, you know, we uh, we we chose uh, fifty uh, years old and uh, and uh, and uh, and older, and uh, we didn't, you know, we 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 we, we maybe we should uh, you know uh, you know limit our uh, patient population in an older you know age group such as sixty five or older. Sure. Uh, and you've reported that there were three patients in both the groups having intraoperative awareness in spite of using EEG. What do you think are the reasons behind why this may have happened? Yeah, it's, it's a mysterious. And uh, we, we indeed look, look back, you know, check the anesthesia record. We look at the uh, satellite monitoring to see if there's any uh, uh, clue, uh, such as, well, the patient really uh, looks like uh, a weak uh, based on the EEG monitoring. Uh, however, we did not see uh, such kind of a clue. And then the patient, the anesthesia record looks normal. And then there's nothing, you know, abnormal in terms of how we practice. Mm -hmm. And then the EEG looks okay. It's not a, a, a light uh, EEG based on the monitoring. So we really don't know. It, it brought up like maybe Teva uh, and a younger patient are the risk factors for uh, intraoperative uh, awareness, uh, it's, it's, uh, but it's, it's a true results, six patients. Sure. Uh, of, uh, yeah, 15, 60 um, patients. And besides you are not given a midazolam or any yeah. other benzodiazepine. Exactly, exactly. So we, 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 we the, the design of this study is that we, yeah. are, we already uh, know delirium, right? We already know some uh, risk factors. So we try to uh, uh, avoid these risk factors, such mm -hmm. as the use of a medazolam, such as the use of uh, a loss of uh, narcotics, such as the use of uh, unnecessary anti-muscarinic uh, agents such as uh, uh, the uh, uh, approach of how you taking care of this patient after procedure. So uh, we, uh, we, 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 when we do this study, we say, well, let's do our best uh, uh, care, right? So let's uh, avoid these risk factors. And then let's, let's see if EEG can reduce, guided mm -hmm. care can reduce the incidence of POD. That's what we, 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 we designed this study. Yeah, we did not use, uh, uh, is our usage of uh, benzodiazepine 
uh, was much much less than the than the, the other uh, uh, papers. Got it. Got it. And so, do you perceive any limitations of the study? Yes, there's uh, you know uh, significant limitations, uh, such as uh, you know the uh, we underestimate the incidence of uh, um, uh, POD. Uh, a big time, right? So uh, also we uh, we uh, you know our patient population is um, uh, relatively young. We should uh, you know uh, target the older uh, patient population, and uh, so that you know hopefully you know I, this study does not deny didn't uh, uh, is a denial of uh, EEG monitoring. Rather, it is a, a, a primer of uh, further research. Uh, uh, there's of course the other limitations, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, we are we are proud of that we we pay attention you know the risk factors for delirium and uh, we say let's try not to do that yeah yeah sure so uh, please can you let us know the conclusions of the study the conclusion of this study is basically you know in a relatively young Chinese surgical patient population undergoing laparoscopic surgery. And we did not see, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, the incidence, uh, uh, POD incidence reduction uh, based on satellite EG guided care. And uh, as you pointed out that our study uh, uh, does have uh, limitations and I, uh, I, I say it is not a denial of uh, EEG monitoring. And, and um, we only focus on POD. EEG may have other benefit. And uh, even for POD, and then we, uh, we, we, we may should have focused on older patient and um, uh, you know, uh, higher, higher risk uh, you know, population for POD. Sure. Thank you so much, Dr. Meng. I think this study is a very exciting start to an upcoming era of EEG-guided anesthetic care. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Rajan, for this opportunity to introduce our research.